0: Welcome to the empty opinions podcast. hello everybody and welcome to empty reviews the little sideshow I do here on this podcast where I just review things I've been watching and listening and you know just watching and listening really you know what I, mean? I mean what what other senses are there just watching listening touching no I'm not reviewing anything I'm touching here that would be highly inappropriate anyways so yeah empty reviews i just you know review movies music and tv shows and for this edition of empty reviews i'm going to be talking about episodes five and six of the last dance the michael jordan uh documentary i've really been enjoying this documentary as a whole because i don't know a lot about the michael jordan years and the nba but i am a big uh and basketball fan so i do want to know more about it and um yeah, this, uh, epi- these two episodes have, were fucking, what's the, what's the term, crampacked? <laughs> Not packed, um, a ja- jam-packed, jam-packed. These two episodes have been jam-packed with information. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I mean, especially in episode five, you know what I mean? Like, all the shit, I mean, the fact that Kobe Bryant, that was like the Kobe Bryant episode, even though it didn't really delve too deeply into Kobe Bryant, And obviously, when this documentary was being made, I doubt I had, you know, I highly doubt. No, I don't highly doubt. I know unless they fucking saw the future. Obviously, they didn't know what was going to happen with Kobe Bryant. It was just, you know, an interview and try to get Kobe Bryant's side of what was happening during the All-Star Game era with Kobe Bryant being 19 years old, being the youngest, you know, kid in the, you know, All-Star Game. And that was interesting, the fact that like, you know, it was interesting to see how people were judging Kobe Bryant, especially because as Kobe said, the fact that the league was much older than it is now, like you got kids like Zion fucking going. Everybody has so much hype. Zion, John you know, all these young kids getting to the league. That's like what the league is, you know, shifting towards like younger and younger guys. Like Kobe said, it was mostly older guys in the league. So it was interesting to see that contrast and also just how they were talking about Kobe Bryant in the locker room. You know what I mean? Like they were just saying, yeah, I mean, Kobe is going to be a guy you have to look out for. He's going to be, you know, he's going to one on one everybody. He's going to he's hungry. Like it was just cool to see them talking about it. And I wonder how much of the documentary or how much of Kobe's part they either are enlarged or diminished after his death like what kinds of things they change or was this always just the way that it was going to be obviously we know the r.i.p kobe Bryant in the beginning of the episode 5 that was actually you know influenced by the fact that that happened to him but yeah it's interesting they talked about that in episode 5 then they move on to uh what did they move on to i think they move on was what i'm trying to think what part was the next If the Knicks was episode 5 or episode 6. Pretty sure the Knicks was episode 5. Because episode 6 was uh, Charles Barkley, I think. I don't fucking remember. You know what? Fuck it. I'm treating these two. I'm not separating it. I'm talking about everything that happened in these two episodes. And the fucking audio sucks. Because there's a little bit of a fucking buzz happening. And now it sounds extremely muffled. Fuck it. You know what? I don't care if you guys hear it. I mean, this sounds way better. It is what it is. You know, fuck fuck the buzz. I mean, I just hate cause I had to use this fucking plugin to this fucking laptop because this shitty microphone you know, it has this little buzzing in the background. I have no idea why the fuck that is. It's just buzzing. I've been f- fidgeting with this goddamn cable for the past 10 minutes. F- past 30 minutes. And nothing and, I, and it, it, nothing has happened. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let me add this fucking plug-in to denoise it. And then I, it just sounds too muffled. And the audio doesn't sound good enough. So I'm just like, fuck it. You know what I mean? So what was I saying? Episodes five and six. Let's just talk about it all. Let's talk about the fucking Knicks. The only time the Knicks were fucking happy ever in their fucking franchise. Except for you know, oh, for the fucking coach. What was his name? I don't even remember. You know what? I'm, I'm, let me let me relax a little bit because this fucking microphone situation has been ex- has me extremely peeved because I've been fucking messing with this shit for thirty minutes and I have shit to do today. I'm trying to record this before I leave, and just this fucking little buzzing is annoying the fuck out of me, and I don't know how to fix it, but. It is what it is. Um I like that they touched on they touched on uh the Knicks just how they were just like the Pistons 2 They was hacking the shit out of, you know, Jordan. And the fact that they were they forced, you know, the the Bulls to 2-0, which is crazy. And that's so crazy cuz that's really the most you could do with Michael Jordan. You were never going to be 3-0. You know what I mean? 2-0. It Was the craziest it could have gone? Oh my God! They lost two games in a row. That's fucking nuts. But listen, as soon as Michael Jordan turns on that fucking switch, it's over. And again, I'm hearing it's really bothering me. This fucking buzz. Let me. Well, let's just all stop and hear this buzz. It's actually not even that loud. I think it's actually way lower than it was earlier. But um, yeah, the Knicks team, you know, with uh. I mean, they were... They hated each other. I can see why. Because I've heard, like, certain Knicks fans or, like, people who grew up in New York when the Knicks were really good. And the fact that Michael Jordan kept stopping them before reaching their championship. And how mad everybody was because Michael Jordan was doing that. Now I understand why. Because, I mean, Jordan was just fucking unstoppable. And, you know, that we're just getting to see all of that stuff. Um What else happened in these two episodes? Um... The Olympics and the Dream Team and how, you know, you know, like a lot of things came of the Dream Team. There was a lot of gold to mine in there. One of the things was the fact that Isaiah Thomas was left off of the team. And people think it was Michael Jordan's fault. But then they kind of say, oh, Michael Jordan says it wasn't his fault. And, you know, everybody hated him. I think I'm starting to believe that more than anything. I don't think Michael Jordan was responsible for it. They just didn't fucking like Isaiah Thomas. And that's like one of those things where as a person, you have to look inside of yourself and be like, I mean, that's kind of it's, it's kind of karma. It's just like humanity at at its most basic. You get what you give. So it's like if you're a horrible person and all the good players in the NBA fucking despise you, you can't be surprised if they don't invite you to the fucking team. I don't think that's a that's some crazy, you know. Was Isaiah Thomas worthy of being there? Of course. He's one of the best players at that time and a Hall of Famer, I think. But, you know, that's not what this was about. This wasn't about skills. It was about you being a fucking asshole to everybody and nobody liking you. And that's so crazy. I mean, Michael Jordan was one of the best of all time. So even if Michael Jordan was a fucking asshole, they would have had to include him because everybody just knew that Michael Jordan was just that good. But... It's funny. Yeah, I mean, that just goes to show if you're not like God level talent and you're and you're an asshole, you know, it does you have to be God level like Michael Jordan to be an asshole and get away with it. Because if you're not, they're gonna keep you off the fucking dream team because you're a fucking nuisance and everybody hates you. You know what I mean? If it, if, if nearly everybody in that basketball team and the dream team hated you it, that wasn't a fluke. It wasn't like you did one thing. It was just who you were and people despised you and you just didn't make it. That's your fucking fault. You just have to deal with that. But, um, yeah, it was also interesting how the that dream team was also the changing of the times or the changing of the guard with, like, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And now they kind of realize, yo, Michael Jordan is the guy after he, like, forced somehow to win the game. That was really interesting because it just showed, yeah, I mean, it's Michael's time. I think at that point, everybody realized, all right, we were the best at a certain point. Now we're not. So let's uh, give Michael Jordan his props. Let's push this guy because this is going to be the guy for the next couple of years. Also, I found interesting and so fucking inspirational. The fact that Michael Jordan, like he was playing against uh, Clyde Drexler, right? He who was really good, but... Like Michael Jordan said, he hated the fact that they were even considered in the same level just because they were in the finals together in the playoffs. And I just find it hilarious that Jordan decided he was going to do exactly what Clyde Drexler Clyde Drexler was do fuck. Clyde Drexler was doing and just Start chucking threes and making them. I think that was the beginning. That was when Michael Jordan really developed his three game. And the fact that he did that just to prove to the world that Clyde Drexler skate. Dre- Clyde, what the- I can't even fucking talk. Clyde Drexler. The one one of the things that he had going for himself was the fact that he can he was a good three-point shooter. The fact that Michael Jordan said, fuck you, you're not getting that either. And I'm gonna be an amazing three-point player, and I'm just gonna be making threes after threes after threes. I mean, that's just wild. You know what I mean? That's kind of crazy. Uh that was another thing. I mean, there was so many things. Um oh, the the other thing. And I guess I'm not really gonna touch on episode six. I'll talk chat on it a little bit because I don't want to make this video too long. But because uh, I got shit to do. But like I said, like that rant I just did earlier because this fucking goddamn microphone was annoying the fuck out of me. But um, yeah, the other thing is that fact that that Olympics, that dream team was really what made basketball go global. And that's what made Michael Jordan one of the biggest just people in the world. That's kind of nuts, if you think about it. The fact that Michael Jordan's still with us. He's something like, what, 50? He's in his 50s, 60s. And the fact that Michael Jordan is one of the most famous humans alive. He did that in, what, 30 years? Isn't that nuts? To That can't be just nuts to me. I mean, not only is the Jordan brand one of the biggest clothing brands of all time, the fact that Michael Jordan... You know, only played basketball for however long and became immortalized as one of the biggest as one of the biggest humans on fucking planet Earth. That's fucking insane. Jordan, Michael Jordan. Everybody knows who the fuck that is. It's, it's really ridiculous if you think about it. That's one of those things that is so unheard of. And it's not only the fact that he became an icon. It's how fast, you know, how fast he did it. That's what's really impressive to me. But, uh, yeah, that was wild that the Dream Team kind of solidified Michael Jordan as just one of the biggest humans of all time. Uh, And I guess in terms of Episode 6, they talk about, you know, him overcoming Charles Barkley. And, you know, it was teased now. What the fuck is he going to do with the Utah Jazz? But one of the things I found interesting is the fact that, which is true, it's just the beginning of the end for the reputation of Michael Jordan. Because, I mean, Michael Jordan was just lauded as one of the greatest, you know, humans on Earth. Like, there was campaigns. Be like Mike. Michael Jordan's the best. Michael Jordan's a role model. He's perfect. And as always, like they say in the documentary, like, media finds a way to disrupt that. And that's what they did. So, you know, the fact that they're starting to figuring out the... the uh, the gambling shit and just... And that's really all they had. I mean, the, Michael Jordan being a, a a dickhead to his teammates in practice. You know, people were like, oh shit, I didn't know that. But also the biggest thing that people fixated on, to this day, is his gambling addiction. And, you know, in terms of things that Michael Jordan could actually be doing or things it could actually be, that's actually not that bad. Like, I was thinking while it was happening, like, oh, Michael Jordan, he's addicted to gambling. And it's like... That's what we're judging him on. That's how you know there was so much lack of controversy back in the 90s in terms of like media or how much people just knew. I mean, controversy just happens all the time nowadays. But the fact that just he just gambles a lot was like a thing he was knocked for. I guess it shows how much people were looking up to him that even something as little as that was made a big deal. But I just don't feel like gambling is that big of a deal. And like he said, he even explains it. it is like it would be a gambling addiction if I didn't have any money, if I was living paycheck to paycheck, if my parents and my kids were struggling because that would be an addiction. You can't stop. You're wasting all your money away. I think, like he said, he's addicted to being competitive, which if you want to if you look at it, it's almost kind of the same thing. But there's a slight difference. So it was like he's addicted to competing with anything, not just, you know, betting money. So yeah, I mean, this was this, I mean, this co- this documentary continues to be amazing. I can't wait to see episodes 7 and 8. Uh, I'm I'm sure they're going to get they're going to they're going to have to get to the shits at some point. I mean, they're going to get into the Utah Jazz, but I bet you in the last like four episodes, the next two weeks. Yeah, they're going to have to talk about all the conspiracies, about what the fuck happened, why did Michael Jordan leave for a year to play fucking baseball? That's going to be a wild episode. The fact that Michael Jordan just left to play baseball. And he did. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, that's just still so strange. And I don't know all the details about it. So I'm excited to see when they get to all that stuff. But that's going to be it for this edition of Empty Reviews. Thank you guys so much for listening and keeping up and, you know, putting up with my fucking little rant that I just had in the beginning. Just because I was mad and the audio is not up to par with what I want it to be. I want to have to get a better, like, handheld microphone. Because this one is fucking ass. This shit probably cost like $20. You know what I mean? But I just want to record from my room. And I have to go. not have to set everything up. And just do it and have fun with it. Uh, but yeah. That's it for this Empty Reviews. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And I'll catch you guys in the next Empty Review.